Have you used one too many psychological terms in your everyday conversation? Us too. We're getting into therapy speak and how it's impacting your relationships right after this. Welcome to the Black Girl Bravado podcast, your weekly fix for all things mental health and wellness. I'm Brittany, the joke-cracking, detail-oriented friend who is always down the road when you need her. For the legal stuff, though, not the illegal stuff. And I'm Germany, the loyal friend who keeps you laughing. I'm a ray of sunshine, and you can always find me on the dance floor. And not only are we besties, but we're your besties. You heard me right. It's homegirl vibes here. Get ready for the girls to dish the real, the raw, and the fucking funny. And listen, we may drag you, but it's always in love. Let's start the show, cuties. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Welcome back, boo-boo babies. How are you doing today? I'm doing, um, I'm doing good. Allergies are whipping my ass. I read something saying that the allergies were going to be really bad this year. They're bad. The pollen. They're bad. I'm like, well, we better have so many new flowers out there blooming because... Is it because of the rain? Like, what is it this year? No, I don't know. Because you know there's like a super bloom in California. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's Because why. of all the rain. Oh, so maybe that's why. Everything has been very green and plush. Everything's been very green and plush. When I drove by... um you know, where the Culver City stairs was, all of that grass and that greenery um, around the, the trail, the stairs, so bright this morning. I was like, whoa. Really? Yeah, I ain't been up there in a long time. Me either, girl. It used to be brown when I was pounding this pavement. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Same. But now this like really, really pretty. I was like, dang, these people out here are nice and early. Yeah. You know, you got to be there be. early because it'll be. get packed. It'll get packed and it'll get hot. Yeah. We we should make a, a like, we should. A that trip. was a time. We used to really be dedicated. We would be going during the week. Yeah, I know. Wow. We were doing a lot. Yeah. But um, it was nice. And I said, people out there probably got their ankle weights on. I used to have mine on. Yeah. Overall, outside of the allergies, I'm doing good. It's been a really nice weekend. What did you do? I know what you did. Yeah, you do. <laughs> like, you know what I did. You were I know what there. you did. I was there. Yeah, we celebrated Love Day. We did. Love Day was fun. You know what? I was thinking today because kids of immigrants as a brand, um, they're just so inspiring. Yeah. And I was like, this is a fourth Love Day that we participated in. Is it? Mm-hmm. Like we did the one with the, in the pandemic. What was that? Because what did that When we were on Zoom. Oh, we sure did. Wow. And they had Pass the Ox, Andres DJ, BB DJ. Yes. And then we did um, when they had it at You to the People. Oh, my goodness. I forgot about that. Yeah. And then last year at Elysian Park. Yeah. Was really nice. And then this year, equally nice. Yeah. Each time it's been a blast. It has. Like, they just really have a way of bringing people together and just making the experience so good yeah yeah so good it's always so good it always has the same elements of good people good music freebies food yeah good time a good time yeah i mean danny said it this is our like it's like a community cookout so that this it's just so special and 
um, the city of Los Angeles has recognized May 5th as Love Day. They did. So that's really, really cool that's, like, to have that's a day. Huge. Yeah. I'm like, oh. That's huge. Heart is smiling for them. Very happy and proud of them. They do a lot of good work. So. They do. So, yeah, that was that was fun. I love a cookout vibe. I love a cookout vibe. Yeah, it was. A cookout vibe. You did a little electric slide. I yeah. said, come on, Kings the girl. Let me show you this. <laughs> right. Put this in I said, you got to learn this. Yeah, this that, was, learn. that was a good time. And I was like, I need to create a little summer bucket list of like things I want to do this summer. Okay. So I came up with three things so far. What are they? I want to go to jazz night at the LACMA. Every Friday they have free jazz. I want to go with you on that. Okay. That, so that, that day I want to do that. I want to go wine tasting. Mm-hmm. And what was the third thing? Although we're already going wine tasting. for. I know, birthday. but still I have okay. to put it on there. Make it's sure. another one. No, another? no, no, oh, okay. no, no. I okay. just want I just want to make sure I go wine tasting okay. and I know that there's a plan in yeah, place. Okay. And I want to go to the Rose Bowl flea market. Oh, OK. Because I've never been easy. And I'm like, OK, that's the perfect little season to go to the Rose Bowl flea market. It is. So that's three things so far. Anything on your must do list? So far I have to think about it. This OK, I didn't know if yet. it was something at the top of your mind. <laughs> no, no, no. There's nothing. There's nothing. But I'll I'll I'll, I'll noodle over it, as yeah. you would say. I'll noodle <laughs> over it and think about some things that I would uh, that I want to get into. And I'll be back. I'll, I'll report back in a couple of weeks yeah. before we kick summer off officially. Yeah. I will have a few things have on the list. Things. Yeah. Yeah. Overall feeling good. Yeah, I'm excited. I just love the warm weather, as y'all already know. And this was a good weekend. I feel like my mind's in a good place to tackle the fucking week. Yes. Yeah, I know I was feeling that way after I like ran my few little errands this morning. I'm like, I feel good. Like, I feel good recording today. I feel good, like preparing for the week. I don't feel like I have a ton of stuff to do. That's another thing. Like my day doesn't feel crammed with like, I got to do this. I got to do that. Like, I feel like I'm flowing through the day. Um, so I feel ready for the week. That's coming the week yeah, ahead is here. Yeah. And we've been doing our challenges, which have been really nice. We'll touch more on that when we get into the church announcements. But all of those things have been keeping me nice and grounded. Yeah, it's been a good May. Our mental health is still intact. Intact. Right. The shit is holding on. It's Grip still tight. there. Coochie list. <laughs> still there. <laughs> it's still there. So speaking of mental health, y'all know that we have been dedicating our episodes this month centering them around the theme of mental health awareness which is key and very important and it's funny that we're doing this episode today because as a wellness podcast we talk about a bunch of different mental health topics we've had several therapists on our show and before we even had guests on our show we, we were, were leading the, the charge. Yeah, we were the therapist. We, we have been leading the charge. It's real funny things who sidebar. So my mom and Jack have like needed some extra TLC around communication. Mm-hmm. And I've been like standing in as a therapist. And my mom told Jack, see, we don't need no therapist. We got Germany. No. She's our therapist. I'm like, no, no, no. You need one. Don't put that pressure on me. I yes. said, no, I know the work that I do. The line of work that I'm in <laughs> might make might, might lead you to think that I'm a therapist. But right. It never gave that. Please seek said, professional help. I'm just pulling tools out of my toolkit. Right. Right. Yeah. And we always give the disclaimer that we are not professionals. What we do here is just bring the concepts and the different ideas here. And we always encourage you to seek professional help to dive into it deeper. Because yeah. that's not our wheelhouse. It's not our role in your life. It's not our wheelhouse. So... This week on Twitter, stumbled across a funny ass video of Saucy Santana, who is just 
he's funny as hell. He's funny as hell. And we're going to share a little snippet here with y'all so y'all can get a gander what he was talking about. Another motherfucking thing. Who taught y'all bitches gaslighting and narcissists and all that? Bitches ain't grow up like that. Bitch, I ain't never heard my mama say that. My daddy gaslighting her and all that. But then you say, fuck you got me fucked up. Fuck nigga, don't try me. Y'all keep talking about somebody gaslighting y'all. Somebody fucking narcissist and all that. I don't even know what that is. Is you a fuck nigga? You a cheating ass, lying ass, pussy ass. You a fuck boy. All this narcissist and keep gaslighting, premium gas, all that. I'm aggravated. Talk regular. So, the gaslighting and the narcissist. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the way those have become our own, we've taken those terms and made Listen, them our own. I'm guilty of tossing them out. I'm guilty of tossing them out. And a lot of us are. Yeah. A lot of us are. Therapy speak has made its way into our everyday conversations. Articles have been written about it. Sa- Saucy Santana's talking about it. Right, it's everywhere. The streets talking about it. We are aware of therapy speak. And we want to talk about it today because while it can be good and beneficial for us, it can also be harmful and have some effects on our relationship. So we just want to talk about how we feel about it today. Yeah. So just starting from the top, therapy speak is prescriptive language describing certain psychological concepts and behavior. So when we say therapy speak, you already know what we're talking about words concepts that you should be listening to or hearing using in session we've been bringing them out of session and that's where that's where the error is we've been taking them out and honestly it's really easy to do because in the digital age of like social media and having access to i don't want to say therapy if you're not you know but mental health professionals that are yeah online using their platform to have free resources right not that it's a substitute for therapy but discussing these concepts discussing these terms giving us language to our feelings and what we might be thinking about understanding um, has made us feel like okay now I do have the tools now I do have language to like you know interpret my feelings my emotions so it's not uncommon and, and like you said like he said when y'all learn it boy <laughs> when, when they started uploading we yes. become empowered through this this language so to speak yeah some of us haven't even been in session and we have the knowledge because i know that i knew i was privy to the terms before i even stepped foot into a therapy session yeah i was because we've been doing the work here we are researching we're trying to put the words to feelings as well so yeah i was privy to them i understood it based on my reading right and i started using them yeah i started tossing them out but like we said there are a lot of pros to therapy speak What, what would you say are some some pros to it um I think one of the pros for me is like I said just feeling empowered and giving language to a lot of my feelings and my experiences I know I can think back to a time when I had to use therapy speak um, and it was when I was reinforcing boundaries as you can tell we're using it here reinforcing boundaries Mm -hmm. with my mom you know I was able to clearly communicate hey this is my boundary this is how I feel like you impede on that boundary I don't like it when you do this so this is where this is the new normal for our relationship what was that conversation like was it just like that cut and dry like how did you say that to her so sometimes I mean she's a black mama and black mama's black mama right and I think that um the understanding is that like I could say anything I could do anything you my child and yeah it's always the parent child dynamic dynamic, exactly you 
until you learn th- the words to therapize it. Exactly. Until you put some therapy on it. Um, and it was specifically around a relationship. We've had other conversations where I feel like she's impeded on my boundaries, but I can remember this conversation specifically. It was a relationship that I was in and she was just giving me her unsolicited opinion and telling me what I need to be doing and I don't need to be in the relationship and just talking badly about my partner at the time ex nigga now she was right <laughs> she was right but at the time I couldn't you see it ready. I couldn't hear it yeah I couldn't you hear it you weren't ready to receive it so, um, in the way that she was giving it to you exactly so I just remember telling her like mom certain topics as it pertains to my life are not on the table for a discussion, right? They're not on the table for a discussion. We're not going to talk about my relationship. These are the things that she knows we cannot talk about in a bad way. My relationship, my weight. Those are really the two. Those are the two, my relationship and my weight. I don't want you to comment on my body at all. You can definitely say I look nice in something. That's fine. But I don't want to hear you're losing, you're gaining. You got this, you got that. The other day I see my grandma and she was like, you know, you sure got a caboose on you. And it just made me feel so uncomfortable. (laughs) I was like, Graham. And I didn't want to therapy speak her because I know that she didn't, she really didn't mean anything by it. Right. And she never says anything. But I was like, the caboose is great. It was something like to the along those words. I mean, my grandma's almost 80. Yeah. But she had made like an observation and she was like, yeah, you, you know, you sure got a lot of back on you or something. And I'm <laughs> like, um, it's just too much. But with my mom specifically, cause she a little sharp at the tongue, she can say some shit and I'm like, Oh, I don't like the way that makes me feel. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I had to implement the boundaries and it was tough. It was tough. And I think when we start talking about the cons, um, it'll make more sense. So I feel like in that moment, the pro was I was able to stand up for myself because the power dynamic that lies in the parent child relationship that can exist there, especially in black families, um, had made me feel like I didn't have a voice. Like I couldn't stand up to my mom and say, I don't like the way you make me feel when you say this. So the therapy speak allowed me to say, these are my boundaries. I was able to say that without being like, you hurt my feelings. Although I should have said, my feelings are hurt. Definitely. Yeah. What about you? When you talk about my way to hurts my feelings, I know you would not do that. I know. But I couldn't I, I, I didn't I didn't have I didn't have those that word those words yet. I didn't want to emote that yet because that, that requires a, vulnerability. Exactly. Too. That takes another element of like rawness. Like, see, now I have to expose that I'm really hurt and my feelings don't feel the best when you say that. Like it turns into something else. And I think that would have been best. But in the moment, what I had was what you had to protect yourself is the therapy speak. I had boundaries, mom. Yeah, this is where this is where we at with it. What about you? Do you have any pros? Do you think there are any pros? Definitely. I think that I know that therapy speak has definitely helped me identify and properly name and call out certain behaviors because before I probably would be a little confused, like what is going on here? Mm -hmm. But listen, let me tell you something. Gaslighting has happened to me. I knew what it was and I called it out. This man was gaslighting me, okay? He was doing things in my face that I could clearly see, and he was trying to tell me that I wasn't seeing what I was seeing and make make it seem like I was losing my mind. And I'm like, no, this is actually it. And I felt really affirmed in my decision because I could clearly identify that that's what it was. You know, I felt confident. I'm like, I'm competent. I know what's going on here. You're gaslighting me, period. And I used that with him. I said, I'm not about to be gaslit. As I turned around and walked out the fucking door. Because that's what he tried to do to me. And it's also helped me in a situation where there was somebody that I once was in a very close intimate relationship with. And I was able to be like 
emotional support for them. But after that relationship dismantled and I was no longer playing that role in their life, in their mind, I still was that for them. Like they could come to me when they're going through something sad or deep or traumatic and they could come. They thought that they could come to me and I would still be that person for them. But when that wasn't the case and I had to communicate with them that I know you're going through a tough time, but these are the boundaries that I have put in place. I can't be here to labor through this with you in this way. I felt I felt happy that I had the tools and the words to communicate that with them because I'm like, bruh. You're going to tear me down while trying to get me to hold you up. You know, we don't have that sort of relationship anymore. So it has helped me in that way. It's been it has been a really good pro. Yeah. In that way. And I'm I love having language. I love having language. And I think what Therapy Speak does, because we are, for the most part, a society who's always thinking about progression. Like we like self-awareness and mental health and, you know, self-help. That's what this is. You know, Therapy Speak is like, oh, I I really know what the fuck I'm talking about. And it's helping bring these mental health issues to mainstream, like where we can have these open dialogue conversations and encourages us to either get more clarity from a professional or get more help. Because imagine you being like, I was gas or I had this experience then you might say I want to go deeper with this let me go actually talk to a therapist right you know what I mean so there are a lot of pros to therapy speak but on the contrary there are some cons there are some cons what do you there's some cons cons I think one of the cons is sometimes we can hide behind the speak yeah and not really leave room for the real like open vulnerable conversations that need to happen like for example with your mother I think that it would have been appropriate and necessary for you to say how you feel. Yeah. Before just saying why the boundary is in place, because it not only helps the person understand why the boundary is there, but also will probably make them feel like, wow, you know, make them more aware of how their actions are affecting you. And they're like, I do not want to make my daughter or the person I'm in a relationship or my friend feel like this. Like, thank you for sharing that with me. I'm sorry that I did that. I definitely need to correct the behavior because another thing with the therapy speak that's going around is that we kind of have these sterile conversations when we just throw out the the clinical terms and phrases to like put the boundaries in place or identify the behaviors that we're recognizing. And it's kind of like, damn, why are you talking to me like that? Like, I, I get what you're saying, but it's kind of like you put a wall up because you're just saying I don't have the emotional capacity, which could be true. But I feel like if my real homegirl just said, text me, I don't have the emotional capacity with no explanation, I would kind of feel like, damn, why can't you communicate with me in the way we usually talk? Like, girl, you know what? Right now I'm going through a tough time and I want to be here with you. Like, I want to I want to talk about it with you, but I just can't right now. Like, I feel like I could receive that better. I feel like I would feel like I'm talking to a different person if somebody just texts me some shit that they saw on tiktok that's like a template yeah i would be like uh are we friends yeah and and 
to expound on your statement about therapy speak, making conversations more sterile, looking back on it, I feel like that was one of the cons in that conversation that I had with my mom. I think that it shocked her a little bit that I was just like, mom, this is a boundary for me and I don't like it. We're not going to talk about it. It's off the table, period. I did. It didn't leave room for much dialogue or for us to go back and forth about how I was feeling or why she feels like she can talk to me like that. It was just a one and done. Um, so that's what I exactly what I was thinking that it kind of makes conversations a little emotionless. It takes off the feeling that you should be sharing between somebody who you're in relationship with, where that space should be allowed for you guys to express and go back and forth and have this conversation and create dialogue where everybody can feel seen and heard and ultimately like understood. Yeah. So yeah, therapy speak does have a way of removing that element It very much because it's supposed to be using professional settings, right? Where your therapist is there not necessarily to connect with you emotionally, but allow you to connect with yourself. So they are using these phrases and these terms that are allowing you to go deeper. Right. But they're not there to connect with you. Like, I love my therapy. That's not the therapy patient um, relationship, therapist patient relationship. Pardon me. And I understand why, why people use the phrases, because when you do feel a feeling and a therapist on social media or your personal therapist gives you some words it's like yes yeah i have some tools i can let them know this it could complete it could clearly convey and communicate how i'm feeling and now my hands are done with it yeah it does it's like you know we like to have that we like to have those tools and the language but sometimes we need to modify the language a little bit yeah so that the people that we're in relationship with can receive it and you know who i think does a good job of offering I don't want to say better templates, but templates that you probably can use in like your relationships and everyday conversation. Nedra. Nedra and Mina. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think so. Um, another con of therapy speak is um, using it and not holding yourself accountable. You know how you might give your word. This is an example. Give your word to a friend and you say, I'm going to pull up on you, girl. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And then. You, you wake up and you don't feel like going anymore. Mm-hmm. What do we say? I'm, a, I'm not going. I'm honoring my boundaries. Yeah. I mean, I'm honoring myself. I'm honoring self today. And there is a such thing as honoring yourself if you really don't feel like you can show up for a person. But there's another piece where you give your word and you are supposed to be doing something having integrity. And then you use therapy speak as a way to not hold yourself accountable. That piece we, we can't always be on. We can be always honoring ourselves, but we cannot use that as a like scapegoat to being held accountable. Exactly. I agree. Yeah. There's sometimes therapy speak alleviates the ownership piece. It alleviates that aspect of where you have to be completely upfront and say, girl, I didn't I don't really feel like coming today. I thought I was going to be able to show up. But after waking up and deciding, you know, my day looks like this, I can't even make it anymore. Now, that would be taking ownership. It has really nothing to do with honoring yourself. It's just I don't want to do it. You know, I can't do it for these reasons. It allows that dialogue to exist between you two as opposed to just being like, nope, honoring self. Yeah, because I think sometimes you know how we kind of adopt the mindset that we don't owe anybody an explanation. Yeah. It can go. It could go far. It can. It can go far. Some things, some some spaces I get why maybe you feel like you don't owe anyone an explanation. But that can't just be the standard, you know? Yeah, it can't there be. There are instances and cases where it's like, let me provide an explanation. 
Yes, when the explanation isn't provided and the honoring of self is just thrown out. Yes. Like, I want you to honor yourself. Honestly, in my relationships, I want my friends to be like, just be honest with me. If you can't do something and it goes against whatever you're feeling for the day, even just emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually, if you can't show up, that's fine. You could tell me that, but don't use the honoring self. Yeah. Like just tossing that out. Yeah, that's sort of generalizing. That's an umbrella. I need to see what else is under there. Right. Tell me what the fuck is now. What are we really exactly the honoring of self? I I would say another con is the misuse or the overuse of terms like saucy, like saucy said, like Santana said, the gaslighting, the narcissist triggered, triggered trauma. Yeah. The way we use trigger. I'm triggered by that. Yeah. Trauma bond. Yeah. I've been guilty of misusing a phrase or two. And probably even overusing it. It's like we hear from we hear this information and we get to diagnosing people, diagnosing ourselves even sometimes and misdiagnosing. It's like sometimes we don't fully understand the concept because, again, they're nuanced. They're not black and white. There's a lot that goes into it. And sometimes our understanding doesn't paint the whole picture. Yeah, very limited. So when we go out and we're saying it to people, it's like, um... I'm actually not narcissistic. Maybe I have some narcissistic tendencies like a lot of us do. Or self-absorbed. Yes. But that doesn't mean that we're a textbook narcissist. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I think additionally, when we misuse and overuse these terms, it sort of minimizes the experience of people who are really having these like mental health issues or these like clinical you know what we're using the term as how many times you clean up you be like no 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 I need my dishes I need my house to look like this girl because I'm OCD yes you're likely not OCD and somebody who is OCD probably wouldn't just be saying I'm OCD or I have OCD all the time but see it minimizes their actual diagnosis and their experience because we're using these terms so casually you know I I know that I do do it sometimes you know I will diagnose a motherfucker quick girl I, I do I girl, do. I'm like, so when when did you become an MD? I know, but girl, I'm like, when did you when did you get the DSM? Listen, I, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and but and I've also used it on myself. I've used it a lot of times Same. triggered like um, I have seen on TikTok this this actual therapist. She was explaining how we do overuse and misuse these terms. And we be saying stuff that we don't even know what we're talking about. So she said explaining talking to somebody and saying I don't want to go out you know I'm antisocial and she like listed all of the actual like clinical the clinical definition of being antisocial or dying someone with antisocial um disorder and the person was like no 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 I'm not all I'm not any of that and she was like okay so maybe you're asocial like you don't want to go out and interact with people makes you asocial not antisocial and the way we be using stuff and don't even know like they antisocial you know he's so antisocial right Girl, he not antisocial. Right. It's like you you see a TikTok, because I've been guilty of this too. I've labeled myself codependent. I, yeah. <laughs> you see a TikTok and you identify with some of the things you're saying and you're like, you're right. I am neurodivergent. I definitely am now. That's the way I feel. I'm like, I, I haven't fully diagnosed myself, but I'm like, all the time, I'm like, I have to have AD, ADD or ADHD. I have to, this has to be something that I'm struggling with. I haven't fully diagnosed, but I do be diagnosing other folks. And I would say, if you do feel like, you know, let let this information be a gateway. Like, right. okay, 
I am relating to this. I'm feeling what they're saying. Let me go. Let me go stop, talk test, to a physician. An assessment. Let me go get assessed. Let me go speak to an actual therapist so that I can confirm if this is true or not. Yeah. And then go from there. But we have, it's very dangerous to diagnose ourselves and diagnose other people with these things. Yeah. And if you do feel like you have it, get the help. That you need. Get the help that you need. It's been added to my bucket list of things to do before 35. Yeah. Need to get tested. Get I'm like, test. somebody tell me what the hell's going wrong. And if there's nothing, okay, I just know what the, I'm just different. Right. And if there is something, you can get the, the, the treatment. The help that I need. The treatment that you need. The help that I need. So, we've clearly admitted that we have used Therapy Speak. Has Therapy Speak been used on you? Yes, Therapy Speak has been used on me. And I'm sure some of the ladies can attest that it's been used on them by them, these niggas. <laughs> a nigga has used it on me because some of the niggas come and they be um, a, a little more evolved than others. It's definitely the, the evolved ones. The evolved ones. ones the ones the, who have had therapy themselves. The, the woke, air quotes. The woke. Evolved. Yeah, they've been in a few sessions. They've been in session, come out. Now they're telling you they don't feel seen. They don't feel hurt. They don't They don't feel understood. You're triggering their anxiety and all of this. I'm like, whoa, 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 Girl, nigga. listen. Whoa. And now all those things can be very well be true. But you're using language that I should be using on you. Girl, because there was a, <laughs> there was a moment in time when we were the only ones who had those tools right. in our toolkit. I'm like, this is my secret It's weapon. nothing like meeting a man with tools in his toolkit. I'm like, did you go in my toolkit and take some exactly. of my tools? How, how you got that? How Give you me back my hammer. How do you know that? Exactly. Yeah, no, I was in a relationship with somebody and he was hitting me left and right. Bow, bow, bow. Hey, it was man. very much so giving creed. I'm like... <laughs> Hold on, take the gloves off. Take the gloves off, baby, because you hitting me with all the terms. He was like, Yeah, you know, I just don't feel like you're understanding me. I don't feel like you are listening. I don't feel like you're making time and space for me. Like, I'm like, Whoa, now I'm not a soft place to land. You know, <laughs> thinking that you're nurturing that, raising that. I'm like, Now I'm rigid. Now I'm hard because I haven't created a safe space. That's another one that we, a safe space yeah. for this man. Like, when really, I really, I can be a safe space for you, but what you need is a therapist. You really need to be talking to your therapist. Yeah. You you expecting things out of me that I can't get. I can be a safe space, but not at the detriment of me not feeling safe. Now my space is unsafe. Now my space is unsafe. Now I'm feeling like I'm in the jungles. I'll never forget the first time I stumbled upon and evolved because I before I was in some other streets. But when I came over yeah. to the evolved streets and, you know, usually I'm the one. Asking a man, does he know his love language and blah, 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 blah. So this man was like, yeah, so what's your attachment style? I'm like, wow. Here we go. I've met my match. Yeah. <laughs> so it started off with the attachment style and then talking about um, I'm in my self-centered and selfishness. And I'm like, hold on, hold on. I can acknowledge when there are some things I need to work on. But sometimes I felt like the therapy speak was being used as a weapon. Yeah, I felt like it was being used as a weapon against me because I'm like, well, all these things, the terms that you're saying and the language that you're using is valid. I don't think that's what's actually showing up here. What I think this is, is misalignment. Yeah. What you need, I cannot provide. That's it. You know? Yeah. And now you're trying to just It's not my that mind. I'm selfish. It's not that I'm selfish. It's just that there's misalignment. Yeah. Because I know I'm not selfish. But that's what they do. They use this therapy speak as a Jedi mind trick. 
now we can't just admit that we're misaligned because again we're using the therapy speak as a way to avoid either taking accountability or being vulnerable and honest and raw and saying hey baby I thought this was a fit but it's not yeah now we're trying to figure out how we can what we should do you need to change in this way because I don't feel I gotta talk to my therapist and that's how I and that's how that's why I'm happy I was in a therapist with the therapist at the time yeah because my therapist confirmed that no you're not selfish. Yeah. It's just that there's unmet needs that you're not able to meet. Thank God I was in therapy during that I time know. because I would have felt like something was wrong with me. Like, oh, my God, no. There's or t- like he's you would have needed me. to change. Yeah. She's, he's telling me these things and I don't want to be this type of person. Whole time, uh-uh, it wasn't that. It was that we weren't aligned. Whole time, that nigga trying to be your therapist. Like, right. boy. I have one. Right. And you need one. <laughs> I have Go one. get yours. Yes. Okay, y'all. So um, stick around for our next segment, Tools for Your Toolkit. You know, we have to put some new things in there. We have to get the arsenal strapped up. We do. Sit tight. Hey, bookies. We got something special for you. Are you ready to dive into a celebration of blackness that's as diverse as the experience it represents? Well, NPR has got you covered with Black Stories, Black Truths. This is a groundbreaking collection that's more than just a podcast. It's revelation. What does black representation in media mean to you? Because to me, it's about breaking down stereotypes, challenging biases, and also showcasing the rich tapestry of black experiences. For sure. Absolutely. And Black Stories, Black Truths is the epitome of this celebration. Each episode is a living account of what it truly means to be black today. And it's told from a unique black perspective. And I feel like these aren't just stories like their narratives of joy, resilience, empowerment, and also the incredible ability to create world shifting things out of the struggle. Seriously, you'll hear about everything from pop culture icons like Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to discussions on vital topics like reparations, y'all. There's really no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Have you tuned in yet? One of my favorite episodes is the one on how real self-care takes real systemic change. That's a must listen. Yeah, I really think the hosts bring a tone that's celebratory. It's also informative and reflective, which I really can appreciate. Every episode is a journey. It offers a range of emotions and perspectives that keeps you hooked from start to finish. As soon as I turn it on, I'm like, "Mm." and let's not forget black perspectives haven't always been at the forefront of America's story. But now they are the story. Period. So this is not just a podcast, y'all. It's a collection of some of NPR's best episodes showcasing the brilliance and resilience of the black experience. And we know NPR is known for its commitment to diverse storytelling. But with them presenting black stories, black truths, I would say that this is NPR with the noir twist. (laughs) So what are you waiting for? Turn on NPR today and immerse yourself in a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and black as the incredible country we reflect. And remember, stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, available wherever you get your podcast. Ladies, let's talk real talk here. You probably have days when the PMS has you feeling like you could eat anything in sight. My goodness, the cravings and the general discomfort. 
Well, say goodbye to those days with Hormone Harmony from Happy Mammoth. Let's dive into why Hormone Harmony is not just another supplement, but a true game changer. First off, it's not just a trend. It's a phenomenon. Social media is buzzing with women singing praises about Hormone Harmony. In fact, a bottle flies off the shelves every 24 seconds. Can y'all believe that? Now let's talk about Happy Mammoth, the brilliant minds behind this wonderful product. They're all about making your life easier, and that means no compromises on quality. They've meticulously crafted Hormone Harmony using only science-backed ingredients proven to work wonders for women like us. But here's my favorite part. Hormone Harmony contains adaptogens, nature's little miracle workers. These herbal extracts help your body adapt to life stressors, especially those pesky hormonal changes that can throw us off balance. And here's the kicker. Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. It's your secret weapon against those hormonal imbalances that can wreak havoc on your life. From hot flashes and night sweats to racing thoughts and low moods, Hormone Harmony has got your back. And yes, it even tackles the occasional bloat and that not tonight boo feeling. (laughs) The real benefit here, the real win, feeling like yourself again. That's why countless women are raving about it in over 17,000 glowing reviews. We love a verified product, honey. Now here's your chance to experience the magic firsthand. For a limited time, you can get a fabulous 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code BRAVADO at checkout. So what are you waiting for, homegirl? Say hello to balanced hormones and goodbye to those days of feeling like a roller coaster. Your journey to hormone harmony starts now. Y'all should know by now that we love progression over here. Let's chat about what everyday progress truly means to us. Whether it's hitting those small milestones or treating ourselves to a little something something after a month of disciplined budgeting, progress is all about balance and staying motivated. And speaking of budgeting and reaching financial goals while still enjoying life's little pleasures, have you heard about Chime? Chime's checking account offers some amazing features that can help you along your financial journey. Let me tell you about one feature that really stands out to me. Chime's Spot Me. We've all been there, right? Dealing with overdraft fees can really throw a wrench in your financial plans. But with Chime, you can overdraft up to $200 with no fees. You heard me right. No fees. It's like having a safety net for those unexpected moments. Y'all, I had a friend who was always getting hit with hefty overdrive fees. It was a mess trying to sort it out. How do you really get ahead with that? But with Chime, you can avoid those headaches and get back on track with ease. Plus, Chime isn't just a bank. It's a community. With Boost, you can increase your spot me limit by receiving boosts from your friends. It's like having your financial back covered by your squad. So... If you're ready to take control of your finances and wave goodbye to those pesky monthly fees, open your Chime account today. Just head over to Chime.com slash bravado. That's Chime.com slash bravado. Chime feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bankcourt Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Boosts are available to eligible Chime members enrolled in SpotMe and are subject to monthly limits. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. 
Okay, y'all, so before we jump into our tools, let's talk about some things that we gotta do over here. Let's make sure if you love what you're hearing, that you are following, you have that bell on, and you leave us a rating. Yeah, following us on Spotify. But make sure you're also following us on Instagram. Yes, that follow too. us on Instagram too. Uh huh. Because that's where the announcement has happened. Our newsletter, they really happen there first on our newsletter. And you can sign up for the newsletter by just visiting us at theblackgirlbravado.com. Super simple. Also, all the girlies who've been asking for information on our upcoming retreat. There's been a lot of messages, DMs, emails that y'all are trying to come and we're trying to take you. <laughs> but the way you stay the most informed and up to date on everything that's happening from events, community link ups, um, live shows, the retreats is to be on the newsletter. Another place that you can stay connected connected is the homegirl hangout this is our exclusive community that we are hosting over on patreon we have an amazing group chat y'all we've been doing a mental health awareness um, community challenge yes where every week we have committed to a new activity that is meant to ground us get our minds right that's actually what it's called the get your mind right may challenge yes. exactly first month i mean the first week we were walking Last week, we were journaling, and this week, we are committing to meditation. I'm super excited about next week, which is play. Uh, but if you are interested in connecting with like-minded women, having accountability partners, joining an amazing book club that's active where we're chatting all the time, join us over there at the Homegirl Hangout. Trust me, there's so many things over there. If you love this, you are going to love that. I feel like I'm on fire for the Homegirl Hangout. <laughs> You know, when you're on fire yeah. or something, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like the flame has been relit. So yeah. definitely come over there. Let's shout out the girlies who have joined us. The homegirls who joined us this week. We have Talisha. Hey, Talisha. Ambria. Hey, Ambria. And Vicky. Hey, Vicky. I also want to say something about Talisha. Talisha joined us on our retreat, her and her homegirl, Danielle. They had never listened to the pod, didn't know what the hell, who Brittany and I were, but they've been converted. They're officially a part of the gang. They started listening to the podcast. Well, I know Talisha did from episode one and she's being caught up and now she's joined us over at the homegirl hangout. So that's a really special feeling that we were able to gather women they were able to connect with themselves, with other homegirls, and, of course, with us. Mm -hmm. So, really special. Yeah, so happy to have them here. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, I think we're ready to get into some solutions, honey. Yes, let's get to our tools. Yes, baby. So... The first tool that we're putting in our toolkit regarding therapy speak is to validate a term's accuracy. So before you get to throwing a term, a concept out, using therapy lingo and jargon like gaslighting, narcissist, trigger trauma, all the ones that we've kind of been talking about throughout the episode, just make sure that you are very, very clear on what the definition is and how you could be using it. Because again, these terms are nuanced. They're not black and white. And it's very dangerous, as Brittany mentioned earlier, to diagnose yourself, to diagnose other people. I have seen um, in an article as we were preparing for this that a guy was on Tinder going out with a ton of girls and it wasn't working and he was like basically being a playboy. So in his community in the city, people started posting things about him and was labeling him a narcissist and just dragging his name throughout the mud. And it's like, who told y'all y'all could do that? Yeah. Who told y'all y'all could label this man? And it ended up being very detri detrimental and hurting him. I think it helped hurt his either professional career oh, wow. or like super. But that's emotionally damaging, too. It is. How are y'all calling me a narcissist because these one off dates aren't working or maybe I'm not the the best person character wise but 
the narcissist is kind of far. So just make sure that we understand the accuracy and the definition before you get to slanging shit around. Yeah. And the veggie back off of that, I think, like you said, we need to consider the impact. We need yeah. to consider um, how the how minimalizing these terms, the effect that they can have on those that are dealing with mental health issues yeah you know what i'm saying yeah where we're just tossing them out just consider that like okay there are people out here who are really experiencing this and i'm just using it like hot sauce on some greens that that's that's a lot you already know how that comes and and we want to avoid the the spread of misinformation yes that's really what it's about like the way we realize that we ain't been saying what we think we've been saying this whole time it proves to us that we don't know what the fuck we talking about. So the spreading of misinformation in, you know, stopping the spread of misinformation is very important. Okay. Last tool is to practice mutuality. So this involves thinking about the other person's feelings, the person that you are communicating with and prioritizing whatever's most important in your dialogue or conversation at that moment. So, creating dialogue communication between you and a person if somebody is expressing something that's super important to them at the moment and maybe your issue isn't as deep allow that space to exist for them and then handle things accordingly yeah I agree Uh, this is a this is a good tool for me a good tool for me for sure because like we mentioned with the honoring of self Mm -hmm. sometimes there are instances where myself is not the priority right you know in a healthy way and i have to think about the urgency of the needs of people that i'm in relation with and say you know what let me show up for this person right now they really need me and make that make that the focus yeah and i want to say something about that although this is not related to therapy speak what i'm about to share i feel like that's usually my mentality when i'm like having interactions or you want to do something and i don't necessarily want to do it i'm like the priority is my friend wants to do it and i can show up (laughs) and sometimes because we had this conversation before we did you know and and then it's like i'm not maybe i'm not as enthused but i'm not downright just disappointed and don't want to do it I can pull myself together. I'm like, priority is somebody else wants to do something. Let's do it. Well, thank you for that. Exactly. Yes. I appreciate you. Yes. So we found this super helpful article on chatlane.com that shared some often misused mental health terminology along with their actual meanings. Mm -hmm. And I think it would behoove us (laughs) to just make y'all privy to some of the actual meanings. Again, we are not mental health professionals. But we can't be out here using these terms wrong. Yeah. Okay. So the first one, gaslighting. I think this was a top word of 2022. This, this one was 2020. 2020? Yeah. Gaslighting. 2020. Okay. Uh-huh. So what we think it means, a difference in how, in how two people perceive reality. What it really means. Now get your notebooks out. Take some notes here. What it really means is a specific kind of abuse aimed at making victims feel crazy to create a surreal interpersonal environment where they continually learn to mistrust themselves in their experience of violence as a means of perpetuating more violence against them. Mm. Sometimes people are just lying. Exactly. Sometimes people are just lying. They're not necessarily gaslighting you, but sometimes they are gaslighting you. Yeah. But you got to know the difference and you got to know when to call a spade a spade. Yes. Cause I remember somebody, 
I, I do know I've dealt with some people who are um, chronic liars, chronic baby. They will lie to you because they don't want to just be completely honest, telling you they're doing something that they're not. And lying to you can make you feel crazy because you do start to believe them. But again, it's not as severe as gaslighting. Yeah. So just something to keep in mind. Okay, trauma bonding. Now this one was the one of 2021. <laughs> trauma yeah, bonding. Gaslighting had 2020. Okay. Trauma bonding was definitely came out 2021 MVP. I, I remember using it when it, it went. Yeah, out. yeah, for sure. I'm, the, I'm one of the people who made it the word Listen. of the year. So this is what we think it means. A connection between other people for having gone through a trauma together or a trauma together, right? What it really means, a profound neurobiologically driven emotional attachment between an abuser and their victim. For example, sex trafficking victims often continue on in the relationship of exploitation and protection of the person who is trafficking them because the trauma bond has them feeling like this person is both meeting their needs and providing for them while penetrate by perpetrating abuse against them so this is not just we're in a toxic relationship going back and forth back and forth back and forth there can be some elements of trauma bonding if you are being abused by the person you are in the relationship with emotionally mentally physically whatever that abuse looks like right but y'all we have to stop saying we are trauma bonded with our co-workers because we got to go to work together yeah because that's the thing like you and your co-workers y'all trauma bonded because we both hate this job yeah, or or you're trauma bonded with your friend because girl, both of our, our men ain't shit. So you know we we going through it. Yeah. Like y'all, we gotta stop doing that. And I know we've used it wrong. Like we've used it. We pledge, y'all know we met. We were lying sisters. We're like trauma bond. Yeah, <laughs> trauma bond. But no, we we used it wrong. We can admit it. Think about the times that you probably have used these words wrong, these concepts wrong. Admit it and move forward. Yes. Because knowledge is power. It is. Knowledge is power. Exactly. And you know, if you don't got to be ignorant and in the dust, then why? Yes. We can, we can, we're lighting the, the, we're taking, you know what I'm saying. Another term that we often misuse is PTSD. Mm. So what we think it means is feeling like we're not over a scary or big event or having a disproportionately big reaction to something that happened. And what it really means is an exposure to actual or threatened death, serious injury or sexual violence, usually resulting in a significant change of mood, the presence of flashbacks or nightmares, avoidance and hypervigilance. I definitely want to do better, like just tossing this out. Because if I really think about it, it's not cool. Yeah. It's just not. It's not. And I toss it out so casually. Yeah, the trigger, for sure. Yeah. Uh, the way I be saying I'm triggered, that's triggering. That's trigger. What is it triggering? Right. What is it? Just say how you're feeling. What you're doing right now is making me feel this way. Yes. We don't have to be using trigger because trigger comes from like actually having trauma, having Traumatic these flashbacks. Yeah. Like yeah. you might not even be triggered. What are you triggered by? Because you're having an uncomfortable conversation with somebody and you don't want to just be vulnerable and express how you feel. Yes. You are not triggered, beloved. I'm talking to myself, not y'all. Yeah. <laughs> okay, y'all. OCD, what we think it means, excessive cleanliness or an exaggerated need to have things in a particular order. What it really means, a mental health disorder where a person experiences either obsessions, compulsions, or both. Obsessions are unwanted thoughts, images, or urges that a person finds distressing and tries to ignore or suppress, while compulsions are repetitive behaviors that a person feels driven to perform in response to an obsession or according to a set of rules that must be applied rigidly and are meant to reduce a dreaded event or situation. 
you're not OCD because you want the house clean. Yeah. We've seen, I'm pretty sure all of us has seen a person who is dealing with OCD. I don't Either, think I have. Not even on TV? Oh, on TV? Yeah. Like where somebody has to tap the yeah. door five times mm-hmm. before they can, like it, it takes control over people's lives. Yes. And I think, again, going back to misusing and minimizing people's experiences to just say that you are a clean person or you are neat freak or yeah. you really like I your house tidy yeah. is downright ridiculous and not sensitive to the fact that somebody is really struggling with a real mental health issue a diagnosis and we're just like passing it off as some bullshit yeah you know so just remember impact 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 it's important it is so y'all we've shared how we feel we encourage you to just be mindful and to consider your language when you're speaking. Watch your mouth. <laughs> Watch your mouth. Yes. Like we said, there are some pros and there are cons. Let's just be privy to both. Yeah. Err on the side of caution. Yes. When you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, don't talk. Don't speak. Right. Don't throw it out there. Yes. That's always an option. Yeah. That's always an option. And we hope that you can just move forward in a better way. Yeah. That's all we're here to encourage. Moving forward in a better way. And we are going to be practicing what we're preaching. Exactly. Okay, y'all. So stick around for our next segment. I did that shit right after this. Yeah, so welcome back is the last segment of the show. I did that shit. Not the last. It's not. No, it's not. Y'all, I'm just moving ahead. (laughs) I'm moving fast. Almost the last. Yes. But this is the part of the show where we get to big ourselves up for things that we are doing. This is also the part of the show that you can use to um, call into our homegirl hotline. Please. The number is in the show notes, y'all. Just send your, it's us. Y'all, y'all have to send messages saying, is this y'all? It's us. It's us. It's us. The number's right. If you send, um, your stories things that you want advice on feedback we will respond and talk about it here on the show so our idea that shit this week is we are finalizing the details around our upcoming retreat our second retreat mm-hmm. um, I feel really good about that because sometimes we can sit on an idea too long and wait to pull the trigger but as soon as we got back we started planning and figuring out what do we need to put the right steps in place so that we can bring another amazing experience to the community so I'm feeling super excited very pumped up about where we're going we've sent out surveys to the girls uh, for you all to just give us insight because we are co-creating this experience and really want to collaborate with the community so I just feel excited I do too I feel excited I feel empowered I feel like we're taking the information and the feedback that we received to make it an even better experience so it's gonna be lit it's gonna be lit so um again if you want information on the retreat you don't want to be left out baby make sure you sign up information is down in the motherfucking show notes yeah get on that newsletter because that's who's getting the retreat that's who got the survey and that's who's getting the discount exactly and there won't be many discounts (laughs) so if you want it you better sign up act like you want it please okay so now we are at the last segment of our show it is time we come to the end of the road we should have sang that the way they sang it on making the band 
Remember when they had to battle for them beds that last Acapella? night? Acapella? Yeah, they were like, although we can't. <laughs> <laughs> and please, I hope y'all know the, uh, the episode that I'm talking about. Yeah, I know. That that show was iconic. It was iconic. Then it he really, was wrong, but it was iconic. He was. He was. Dead wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, so now it's time to pick up your pen. We're, we're dropping, dropping a gem. This is a part of our show where we share with you the things that we're loving, maybe something that has checked us, wrecked us, maybe something that you share with us that we feel like we need to share with the community as a whole. We do all that here. So this week, what's the gym? This week, the gym is the Mariah Carey Audible, y'all. She has a memoir. It's called The Meaning of Mariah Carey, The Meaning of Mariah on Audible. And I just think it is so cute. It is actually only available on Audible. I looked on Libby to see if I could. I did too. Like, you know, obviously we love Libby. It's a free public um, library app. But Mariah Carey said the girls are only getting it on Audible. And I'm sure Audible cut her a check. Oh, for sure. But but for you, you can log into my account and listen if you want. I After can? I'm done. Oh. Yeah, just log. Let me finish it, though. Okay. Know, you know, rules, regulations, <laughs> disrespect. Um, <laughs> but it is so good, y'all. So what I love about this memoir is that it's narrated by Mariah Carey. And I think that I had this assumption of her. Yeah. Huh? I was going to say perception. Yeah, this this perception of her that she kind of comes off a little like light, like a little dingy ish and maybe a little uh, diva, airhead. airhead. Yes. Um, but it's just because we don't have that many interactions with Mariah, like her interviews and stuff like she doesn't do the, a lot of talking, darling. She's very diva esque, but <laughs> she is so intelligent, so smart. I love the way she's narrating this book. She has so much animation and it is just a real treat. I think if you enjoyed um, Will's memoir, Will, that's what it was called, then you will also equally love the Mariah Carey uh, memoir. And I that Will's changed my mind. He, so cha- good. He, he changed me. And Mariah sings occasionally. She sings like when she's talking about like when I wrote this or she talks oh, about yeah. writing. Hurry um, up and wrap it up. I, know, I, I don't I, know if I'm going to be able to wait. I only have nine more hours. I'll be done oh, this week. Okay. It, it, give me a few days. You know, I'll binge it. Yeah. Um, but she talks about writing like um, All I Want for Christmas is You and just like different books that she's, I mean, songs that she's recorded over the years and just singing them and her, oh, it's a dream. I love. It's so I, delicious. I love it. It's so good. So I encourage y'all, um, if you haven't already, Listen to the Audible. A lot of people in my DMs, because I had posted this, said, I love this book. This book was great because it came out in a book. But I'm like, the audio version, just chef's kiss. Yeah. And someone even said, I didn't even know that she did it in an Audible uh, audio book version. I have to go back and listen. So it's a real treat. Really treat. Very much so enjoying it. I hope one day Beyonce blesses us with something like this. I hope so. And if she narrates it, I hope she can narrate it well. Like you know that there's like inflection and tone. I feel like she'll she's acting. I hope. I yeah. mean, she's. A, she, oh, I. Yeah. I think she will, but it's just different. Yeah. Narrating and acting it is way different, and I feel like Mariah and um, Will are very much so acting. They're in character. They're like, I just stand. Okay. I stand. So must listen. Yes, ten out of ten would recommend. Well, there you have it, y'all. Yeah. We have reached the end of the show. 
It is the end of the show. We have one more week of our mental health bag. Next week, we're going to be talking with Dr. Shonda about ADHD in the digital age, which I'm excited about because we're talking with a professional. Again, we're practicing what we preach. If we feel like we have it, we're going to talk about a profession, talk about it with with a professional. Yeah, I can't wait. So make sure y'all come back. It's going to be an amazing conversation. We are tying a bow around mental health. This is really good, really grounded. I think it's something we can all benefit from. So thank y'all for sticking around this long we will see you next week bye love you